the keys to success. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Good Karma. Whether you are a newbie or an experienced internet explorer, our host will find the answers that you seek. Ask the questions that others are afraid to ask so that you may reap the rewards of your good karma. And now, here's the host of Good Karma, Good ROI, Greg Nyland. Excellent. Hey everybody, welcome back for another excellent show where we're going to help all you newbies out there and you old dogs looking for some new tricks. This week on the show, I have the foxiest lady in search joining me, Vanessa Fox from Google. Welcome, how you doing? I'm good, how are you doing, Greg? Oh, I'm doing excellent. I was trying to get the Jimi Hendrix uh, Foxy Lady song playing for Uh, your intro, uh but there's only so much time in the day and I couldn't pull it off. Uh, well, I, I still have the guitar riff, so it's something. Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I sent you over a bunch of things that I'm thinking about. Yeah. And you said they're all cool. So they're you know all what? Cool. I'm going to bring I up all of them. you left potatoes off the list. Oh, that's right. I did leave off the potatoes. Yeah. That's important topic. It is. It is very important. People would be shocked to realize how closely associated potatoes are with search engines. They would be. Yeah. But as it turns out, very closely related. Very closely. Uh, But we're going to save that for another show. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So let's start off first giving people what they're probably most interested in currently. Um, Recently, there was a little... uh, tweak, a temporary tweak, I think, uh, the way Google was handling the site colon operator. Right, right, with the subdomains, is that what you're Yep, uh, if you about? did a search for site colon yoursite.com, um, mm-hmm. it would then show all of the subdomains as well. Right. Mm. Um, yeah, so that should actually resolve itself fairly soon, um, and you should see the site operator going back to the normal behavior. I know that there were a lot of people speculating that that was a change and what that might mean, but um, that that actually isn't um, something that is going to stick around and, and it should be resolved soon. So it, it should go back to the normal way that, that everyone's accustomed to, um, where the site operator is just searching on, on the site that you actually entered. Which is helpful it, that yes. it does what you ask it to do. Yes, no, that's, that's very true. <laughs> So I would expect to see that soon if it's not already um, sort of propagating through. Well, yeah, I actually I did a search a l- earlier, and, and it seemed to be resolved for me. Um, so I think other people should should start seeing that as well. Well, we could check out one of my favorite sites that has subdomains, uh, blogspot.com. Uh, Your favorite domains, huh? Well, the favorite domain of uh, with subdomains. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's, there's a qualifier on that one. Um, and it looks like the guys are still, uh, they're working to improve it. So Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, I'll keep an eye on that for you. Thank you. Now a more serious uh, c- question I have. Okay. What's the best way to pour concrete? <laughs> well, so in my opinion, the very best way to pour concrete is to hire someone else to pour it for you. <laughs> And uh, I can say this from experience, because when you pour it yourself, it gets in your shoes, and it gets in your hair, and when you do it for 13 hours, it's a little tiring. (laughs) 
but it can be done. But I would actually recommend having someone do it for you. <laughs> well, that's we, um, yeah, for, for those of you who think we're crazy, um, I've, we've been doing a bit of remodeling to our house, and uh, some of that has involved uh, being underneath the house in the crawl space, pouring some concrete. <clears throat> but uh, that's all done now. Well, that's excellent to know. So now you can be concentrating more on uh, making Google better. That's right. If that's yeah, even possible. Yeah, in my off time. Right. <laughs> my hobby from 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 Google. Um, okay, and now on a lighter note, let's talk about an overview of how Google is structured because a lot of people know that there's a lot of people at Google. A lot of people but at Google, yeah. They don't know exactly what's going on. They okay. just know Google very good, you know, lots of departments, lots of offerings, but what's yep. what? Right. Um, so I'm in the search side, obviously, um, and so <clears throat> search is very separate from all of the ads-related stuff. And so, you know, actually I go to a lot of conferences and stuff and people ask me about ads, and, and I actually don't know much about the I mean, I know about it, but I don't know that much about it because it is fairly, you know, separate, which um, is good, of course. Um, so on the search side, of course, we have the Webmaster Central team that is based mostly in the in the Kirkland office where I am, and we have the whole team up here. And we work, of course, closely with um, the teams in Mountain View, um, you know, Matt's team, and you know, the crawling and and indexing, and um, you know, we we work together all the time. And um, what else can I tell you about it? Ever do a ping pong tournament? <laughs> we should. We have a table up here. Of course, we have them down there, too. You have ping pong tables at all your offices, I think. Yeah, you know, the big one that we just got that was really exciting was a pool table because most of the offices had them, but ours didn't because you know, we just didn't really have quite enough space, and um, we now have a pool table here. And I have been advocating that, you know, Google treats their Kirkland office more uh, equal. Yeah. Because there there is a bit of disparity, and... Google, shame, shame. Come on. <laughs> Get all they that. pretty good. I mean, it, it, you know, it, it's, I really can't complain, I suppose. I just had a very nice lunch. <laughs> you just had a pool table. You were missing we a, pool a pool table, table this now. entire time. Ah, you should not have gone this long without a pool table. Yeah, that was, it was kind of <laughs> sad. Yeah. But uh, I tried to sneak it in when I was down in Mount Vera. I was actually in Zurich not too long ago, and um, I played some pool out there. Yeah? Did you win yeah. any? Um, I did actually win, but only because the person I was playing accidentally scratched on the eight ball. So I was very excited to win that game. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have been the sad, sad loser. <laughs> um, and just in case anybody has any confusion, how does your team interact with the AdSense and AdWords uh, components? So we really don't interact with them at all um, in terms of infrastructure or anything like that. I, I mean, I get a lot of questions from people that say, oh, you know, do I need to put AdSense on my site to make my search, you know, to make you rank me better? Or, oh, I use AdWords, so, you know, you should help me, you know, with this other thing. But it's actually very separate. So none of those things have anything to do with it. I got an, an, an email actually from a, a girl that I've known for a long time. Um, who just sort of heard that I worked for Google, and she sent me this email and said, I, you know, I, I really want my site to rank better, but I don't really want to put AdSense on my site. And I was like, oh, no, no, really, it has nothing to do with it whatsoever. I mean, it's not, there is absolutely no relationship. So, An old friend of yours? 
Yeah, an old friend of mine. Send her over to me. I'll help her out. Okay. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> yeah, I've decided I was talking to someone about this the other day. You know, search, I think, really has come into the mainstream when I have these people that I've known for years and years, you know, totally unrelated to search, who um, now that they know where I work, they, you know, are asking me these questions, whereas not too long ago, you know, you wouldn't expect these people that you just randomly know to ask you questions about search. So I think it's really it's really hit the mainstream, I think. Yeah, almost unfortunate. Um, because, well, it's sort of nice to be able to go out to dinner with friends without not getting those questions, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I suppose that's true. Um, but... Um, I don't know. It's fun. It's fun. I actually was talking to another friend, a Buffy friend of mine, actually. Um, God bless her. Yeah, who I haven't talked to in a long time, who I knew from my old Buffy days. And I was like, hey, what's been up? I haven't talked to her in like two years. And she goes, oh, yeah, you know, I, I, um, I'm going to go to SCS this year. <laughs> really? I was like, what? <laughs> SCS. <laughs> so, yeah, it's everywhere. The good and bad of search engines becoming mainstream. Yeah. Um, okay, next question. Yeah. This has been rumored. Okay. So let's not pretend it's not been said before. Okay. Are Google employees given secret pills to counteract alcohol at the search engine conferences? Of course. This is the first thing we invented. <laughs> Magic anti-alcohol pills. <laughs> And if that's the case, why doesn't Matt get them when he's drinking the Sprite, you know? You don't know what's in that Sprite can. (laughs) (laughs) He does turn it back whenever he opens a new Sprite can, and I don't see what he puts in there, but, you know, yeah. (laughs) No, uh, the, the conferences, you know, I really like to go because, you know, it really is one of the best ways that I can find out what, you know, what webmasters really are looking for and what their biggest issues are. And it really is the case that sometimes it's hard to have those conversations during the conference, you know, during the panels or in the halls. It's really busy and, um, you know, it's, it's hard to actually have a conversation. So, you know, at night in the bars really is a good way to just, like, you know, kind of walk around and talk to people and see what's going on. And, you know, if I was inebriated, it might be a little harder for me to remember the issues people have told me about and bring them back and make sure we implement them. So, you know, you guys are probably better off that we we had try to, you know, not do too much on the alcohol side. But Keep I would my memory think that intact. with all the money Google has made people promoting their website and driving traffic, I think it's only fair we'd be able to buy you a few rounds. <laughs> And for everybody well, listening, I the sentiment. Definitely. you can send all of your beautiful bottles of alcohol. What's your favorite drink? Um, uh, margaritas, probably. Okay. Margarita mixes to Google's Kirkland's office, <laughs> care of Vanessa Fox. Any particular flavor of margarita mix? You know, I like the straight. The straight, know, okay. The lime, the... You know, the Grand Marnier, the tequila. If we're going straight, we need fine tequilas, guys. Everybody listening, send a bottle of tequila to Google's Kirkland's office. You can Google it. Just type in Google Kirkland, and you'll get the address. Kara Vanessa Fox. (laughs) Okay? 
the more tequila we can send her way, the easier our lives are going to be. Trust me. (laughs) (laughs) Now you're just trying to get me in trouble. (laughs) May ever get you in trouble? Never. (laughs) Um, Just means more of my sites are going to get hit for, you know, (laughs) payback. (laughs) Well, you know... (laughs) Maybe you should pay attention to what kind of sites you're running. <laughs> I, I simply provide content for people that are looking for it. Oh, there you go. You know, <clears throat> without me, I don't know where the world would be. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> but you can think of a lot of good alternatives. <laughs> <laughs> the people of the world certainly wouldn't be enjoying the show right now. <laughs> no, they would not. They would not. Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break, listen to our fabulous sponsors. Be right back with Vanessa Fox of Google. Stay tuned, everybody. Stick around. Good Karma. We'll be back after this short break. Excellent, excellent. Dude, fishing in Costa Rica is going to be awesome. Amen, bro. Now that ValueClick Media netted FastClick, we've got one of the largest online advertising networks fishing us for big bucks. You know, while we're out catching snapper. Hey, Steve, you're coming too, right? No, I'm still using BenAsRUs.com. I can't afford to be away. you got to work with ValueClick Media. i got this great account manager who's easy to work with, and they have access to the best advertisers and earn me high rates. Don't worry. We'll bring back pictures. Yeah, terrific. Visit ValueClick Media now and click on Solutions for Publishers for more details value click media best of the web the internet's oldest directory botw.org since 1994 our editors scour the web finding quality sites providing users with spam free resources relevant information from valuable sites submit your site now for a guaranteed review in three days or less for webmasters needing additional exposure check out our 60-day free trial on category sponsorships 60 days free advertising no kidding and don't forget the best of the web's reseller program with the industry's highest commissions 25 percent recurring commission on all products and services bloggers make sure to check out the botw blog directory and the recently launched volunteer editor program to help build the best blog resource on the web choose the right affiliate program to partner with? Hey, all we're trying to do is make the most money in the least amount of time. The answer is simple. JoeBucks.com, the world's leading herbal affiliate program. JoeBucks.com is the direct manufacturer, so there's no middleman. This will allow you to make up to 50% the highest payouts on the net and also get paid twice a month. Sign up today and watch your income grow. JoeBucks.com Incredibly entertaining. I want to ask you a question that comes with controversy. Oh, now you're really tapping into it, Byron. See, now you get a chance to ask all the questions that you always wanted to know. Even better, this is going to be podcast so we can listen and laugh later. (laughs) This is one of your favorite things. Keep it simple, stupid. (laughs) 
Tiger, Tiger, Tiger. Yeah, no question. I think it was Tiger, 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 Tiger. <laughs> he is the name. I mean, he is what golf is uh, resting on right now. <laughs> I think he's a great team player. He did buy his wife a new yacht. Yeah, well, for that team, he's doing well. Yeah. <laughs> Get to know Melanie Mayer on Life Tips, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Pacific, only on webmasterradio.fm. You have arrived at the destination for education and entertainment. WebmasterRadio.fm Because not everyone's last name is Gates. WebmasterRadio.fm We're everywhere. Now back to Good Karma. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm Now, here's your host. of Google, and we're chatting about just a whole bunch of lovely stuff, um, and w- I think one bit of clarification now, um, because Matt mentioned this a year or two ago, that his office does get a lot of uh, unsolicited gifts sent to them, <laughs> uh, because, um, you know, people that spam figure if they send a nice gift to his office, that he's just going to automatically let crappy sites back into Google. <laughs> no, As it no. turns out. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Uh, yeah. yeah. Matt doesn't want crappy sites in uh, the search engine that he works so hard to make good. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, <sighs> yeah. But so, who knows? No need Maybe. for gifts. No sending of gifts. We'll just... Say hi when I see you at a conference. It'll well, work for me. I haven't heard anybody try sending a bottle of tequila, so maybe that one works. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it's got to get, it's got to work, but eh, who knows? <laughs> oh, goodness, I should warn the receptionist. <laughs> Are you kidding? She's going to be having the best party. You're going to be like, I'm amazed. No bottles came. She's going to have the worst hangover for the next week. And you're like, hmm, I wonder what's going on here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. All righty. Other than getting your receptionist drunk on tequila, let's yes. talk about some other stuff. Yeah, and I see we've had a couple questions in the chat room, too, so we'll try to get those answered as well. Oh, you are a generous soul. All right. Um, hey, what's the difference between the Webmaster Tools Crawl Error Notices Mm-hmm. And the AdSense site diagnostic error notices. So, yeah, that's a good question, actually. And um, so, in the Webmaster Tools crawl errors, those are the Googlebot errors. So, you know, the Googlebot is going around crawling pages for the web index, and and so those are the errors um, that were a result of that. And so, that AdSense site diagnostic tool is the uh, AdSense bot, which I believe is called Media Partners yeah. bot, if I recall. Um, yeah, so that would be the crawl errors that that, um, that bot encountered. Um, a lot of times it, it's going to be the same, I mean, if there's some kind of a problem, but there may, there may be times when it's different. For instance, you can block or allow with robots files, um, either of them separately. So, you know, that type of an error may be separate. Um, and, of course, you're not going to necessarily see the same, like, pages on on both. I mean, you might have, um, again, because you've blocked or allowed for one or the other, um, 
you know, the Google bot might not even be trying to access the pages that the media partners bot is trying to access. So that would be the reason, you know, kind of the differences between the two. Although we have looked at ways of maybe consolidating that information or showing it to you um, in a combined way or, you know, something that would be useful for people um, if it would be helpful to kind of see it in, in that way. So I'm not sure. If anyone's listening, let us know if you think that would be useful. I think it would be useful. Yeah. Um, well, I, I came across a, uh, a little anomaly. Um, not really sure what was going on, but for some reason AdSense found a few uh, missing pages on my site. Oh, okay. Um, but Webmaster Tools, uh, formerly your, the site maps, was right. saying everything was A-OK. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I and mean, it could have just been that the Googlebot didn't try to crawl those pages within the two-week time frame that, that we show the errors for. But it would be interesting to see that then so that you could kind of see more of a comprehensive view in case something like that's the case. I can see that. Right. Or maybe my server you know, took a break when uh, the right. media partner's AdSense bot came along. Right. Yeah, that's a possibility so. too. Yeah. So very interesting. Um, and an equally interesting question here. Sure. Kirkland, right next to Seattle. Seattle yes, it is. One of the most famous uh, SEO guys in that area, Rand Fishkin of SEO Moz. Mr. Rand, yes. He is a good-looking guy. He has been voted several times best looking at the conference. You find him attractive, huh? I don't do the voting. I just tally it. <laughs> I'm like PricewaterhouseCooper. I audit the results. That's all I do. Yeah, SEO Moz over there. They've got themselves a nice blog, huh? They do. They do. Very informative. Very. A lot of content going on mm-hmm. there. How many Kirkland ladies have pots for Rand? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a picture of Rand in the uh, ladies' room at Google? You know, I've met Rand's girlfriend, and she's <laughs> very nice. She is a lovely lady. (laughs) I don't know. I have not done a poll in the Kirkland office um, asking how the women here feel about about Rand. I'm sure that they all think that he's very nice. (laughs) I know that, um, what is it, the Men of SEO site? Um, Yeah. The girl Uh, behind that site is is a fan of of Rand. I I believe he was the SEO of the month at one point, wasn't he? He got a few uh, favorable reviews over there. (laughs) Uh, Well, you know, he's a good-looking guy with beautiful yellow shoes. Very nice shoes. Must agree. Yeah. So if you don't know Rand, just look down. If you see yellow shoes, you're talking to Rand. And you'll know. (laughs) Exactly. Definitely stands out. <laughs> I don't think they make the color in nature. <laughs> no, not not that bright. It's a very randorific color. <laughs> um, hey, one thing that I'm sure Rand uses. Yes. Robot text wildcards. I imagine he probably does. He's pretty savvy. He is. So yeah. for people that might not be as savvy as Rand's, what is the Robot Text Wildcards, and what are they good for? So that is an extension of the Robots.txt standard that I believe, I'm not positive on this, but I believe all the search engines now support, if at least most of them. I was on a um, robots panel at SES Chicago, and Yahoo said that they now support them. 
um, for so um, I at least know that they do for sure. And w- what it does, it just allows you to instead of blocking only um, individual files or um, the directories, which is kind of what we always told people before. It's like, oh, if you have a lot of files that you want to block um, from the crawlers and you don't want to have to list each individual file, try to put them all in like a directory and then you can just block the directory. But sometimes that's not easy to, uh, to do. Um, and so what the pattern matching, um, which is the use of wildcards, allows you to do is say block everything that matches this pattern. So, for instance, you could... Um, block everything that, that ends in a certain extension. Or if you had, like, dynamic files um, where maybe you had a static version that you wanted indexed and you didn't want the dynamic version indexed, you could say, okay, um, block everything that's, like, a question mark, SID equals, or, you know, something along those lines. Um, and actually, I have some links. I can throw them into the chat room here that give some more information. Um, in our Webmaster Help Center, we go through all the different types of wildcards we support and exactly how to use them. So I'm just going to throw these in really quick. Um, So if you're listening live and you're in the chat room, you can grab them. Um, And if you're listening on this podcast, the easiest way is type in Google Pattern Matching, um, and that'll bring it right up in the Google search results. Yeah, it should. You can go to google.com slash webmasters and then go to the Help Center also, and then there's a whole section on, it's called like, how my site is crawled or, or something along those lines, and it gives a lot of information. So the thing about pattern matching, too, is that people sometimes are scared of it. They're like, well, I'm not, you know, I'm kind of doing uh, this pattern matching. It's not as obvious as um, specifying just a, um, a file that you're really blocking or allowing what you want. And so what you can do, of course, is go into Webmaster Tools um, and use the robots.txt analysis tool. So you, you can, like, type in some of the pages you want to block and some of the pages you want to allow and then do a check and we'll like let you know, oh yes, you know, the file is blocking and allowing those things. And so you can kind of know if you did the um the pattern matching right. Um so yeah. I can't talk to the people in the chat room right now. I'm talking on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> it always gets difficult trying to juggle the uh live chat room at webmasterradio.fm and the radio show. That's right. I'd love to chat with you. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so I would highly recommend that people I check out kind of the help information that we have. It goes through everything step by step and then just use the tool, um, the analysis tool, just so you can make sure that, that you've done it all right. Um, and what that allows you to do, you know, it does a couple things, this analysis tool. One is that it will tell you what your current robots.txt file is doing if there's mm-hmm. any problems with it, if we're, um, you know, if we're parsing it successfully. But what you can also do is say, okay, well, I think I want to make a change to the file. But you don't want to upload it and then have us do the crawl and only after that point find out if you did it right, right? So you can use the tool to say, hey, here's the file. Here's how I want to modify my robots.txt file. How would you read this if I did upload it? And so we'll say, oh, yeah, you know, here's an error that we found or this was a line we couldn't parse, or, you know, this is blocked, this is allowed, or whatever. So it's it's really cool. Um, and um, Amanda, who works on my team, who I believe you have met. Um, Very she, lovely lady. She wrote that tool. And uh, so it's, it's a really nifty thing. Wow. Yeah. Um, now, there is a question I did come across. Uh, somebody was asking for clarification. With robots text... Does Googlebot look at the 
generic user agent. So let's say you block the uh, private folder, okay? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, using the general. And then you have Googlebot-specific instructions. Right. For Googlebot-specific right. instructions, do you also have to block the uh, private folder? Yes. So what the Googlebot does when it reads through the file is that it looks for a line that, um, that's directed to it, so the mm-hmm. m- more specific instruction, and it'll follow that. And if it doesn't find instruction to it, then it'll follow uh, the user agent star. But if it finds a user agent for Googlebot, it'll only... Um, use that, and it won't use the star as well, so it's not going to use a combination. So that will allow you to do things like you can do the, you know, the user agent star and then block a bunch of things and then and um, kind of have that be for everyone and then put in your specific agents for the um, exceptions, right? Yep. So if, if you wanted to allow, like, the major search engines, Yahoo, us, um, et cetera, to... Um, you know, into things, you could use the star for everyone else and then have your specific instructions. Very cool. So I, I have seen a few people um, think that we're not, you know, obeying their file because we're not doing both. So that is a good point to bring up to people um, of how that works. Just a little confusion out there in webmaster land. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> another bit of confusion um, that I get is people screw up and they let Googlebot access pages that they didn't want accessed. Um, And then they try to redirect it, but they use a robot's text to block the file. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So just clarification here. If somebody does make a mistake and duplicate content does get accidentally indexed, you know, Mm -hmm. like... um, and they want to, you know, redirect, they should redirect first. Right. Allow Googlebot to find that redirect. Right. Because if you block Googlebot, they will never be able to discover that you redirected. That's exactly right. We check the robot's file before we check the file itself. So when we go to access a page, we go, okay, you know, here's a URL we're going to access it. First, let's go look at the robot's file and make sure we're allowed to access it. So if we're, if we're blocked at that point, we're never going to go back to the file and see the redirect and follow it. That's absolutely right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if, if, if how you want to handle those types of situations is put in those redirects, I, you know, I would say it would be an either-or situation, right? You can either block pages or you can redirect them, but you don't want to try to do a combination because we're, we're not going to follow both. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, it is amusing when people do that. I mean, I can see, I mean, you know, people sort of learn the stuff as they go along, right? So I can see that, that it might seem like a good idea, like may as well just like double up on it, right? Yeah, cover <laughs> all your protections. bases. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it doesn't really work that way. No. Sometimes more is not better. Right. That's absolutely right. Um, another question we got going on here. Sure. Why did they think it was okay to bring Buffy the Vampire Slayer back from heaven? You know, Buffy didn't like it either. (laughs) Come on, she's in heaven. Let her have her fun. She was in heaven, and she was happy, and she was peaceful. Yeah, um, well, you know, 
she had to dig her way out of that grave and <laughs> <laughs> get a sister and save the world again. I mean, she, what can you do? And by the way, if you're looking for more information, Vanessa did an entire Good Karma show a few months ago about how Buffy the Vampire Slayer relates to search engines. That's right. Everything you ever need to know about search engine marketing, you can learn by watching Buffy. It's absolutely true. So we just knocked it down, went through all the waves. Um, So, yeah, you should check that out because if you want to learn more about SEM, that's the way to do it. (laughs) you got to go get some DVDs of uh, Buffy Vampire Seasons 1 through 6, I think it was. Seven. Seven, sorry, seven my bad. Seasons, yeah. She, she did come back from heaven in season she seven. <laughs> she died several times, actually, um, which, you know, was one of the points we brought up on your show when um, you so foolishly left the show in my hands. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she died several times, but she kept coming back and getting better. So, you know, if you have a site and you're having some problems with it, hang in there. You know, you can come back, too. Learn from Buffy. Yeah, Buffy uh, never gave up. She kept on fighting the good fight. She did indeed. You know, and uh, <laughs> uh, granted, she got hooked up with uh, a soulless vampire, but, you know, everybody yeah. makes a mistake every now and then. That's right. And then, you know, he felt bad and went and got himself a soul. So that's another lesson that you can learn. If, even if you're soulless, you can change. You can go get a soul, and and is be that forgiven. words of wisdom for me? Yeah, that's a few <laughs> words of wisdom for you there. <laughs> I can send you that episode if you'd like to learn more about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good to yeah. Well, as I contemplate uh, repenting my evil ways and turning towards the way of the good and the righteous, mm-hmm. we're going to take another commercial break and come right back with Vanessa Fox of Google. Stay tuned, everybody. Stick around. Good Karma. We'll be back after this short break. Excellent, excellent. Google AdSense. How do I earn from thee? Let me count the ways. Google, you enable me to show targeted ads complementing my site so my visitors keep clicking throughout the day and night. It was so easy to apply and select the ad formats I liked. Since I've discovered AdSense, I've been filled with delight. So earn more with matching ads and you too can discover how. Just visit google.com slash AdSense now. Attention webmasters. Wish you could convert more web traffic into cash? No need to rub a lamp. Just click on genienose.com. Install a search box on your site or incorporate paid listings XML into search results and at your command. Genienose.com pays cash for each result your users click on. Enjoy prompt payment and superior customer service. Earn even more through our referral program. Genienose has delivered results. Hey, all you affiliates out there, this one's for you. Pump up the volume, pump up the volume, pump up the volume, cash, cash. You hear that sound? That's the sound of your cat starving to death because you didn't produce enough volume. So you want to know how? Do you? XY7.com. 
XY7.com is the only way for you to convert your clicks into cash. So let's get it together, girls. XY7.com. Pump up the volume, pump up the volume, pump up the volume. Cash, cash. Party like a rock star. I thought you were going to stay tonight, aren't you? Well, I am. I was originally going to, you know, try and a few extra people popping into town. going to have to hook up a few beers and, you know, get stupid back. I almost got the feeling they were tossing back some drinks <laughs> or something. Maybe Matt has finally given up the Sprite. Party like a rock star. It is like after 7 o'clock down here, which means it's way past drinking time. Yep. I think I'm going to head out and we're going to go to this little club here called the Flying Saucer. Sit out on the patio, drink some Blue Moons. Party like a rock star. We'll sit down by the bay and have a, a nice evening uh, in Canada cocktail. Maybe you and I'll have to throw a party. We'll have to charge money to let people in, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it would be like the guys in high school charging three bucks a head for the two kegger in the backyard. Hey, that works for me. SEO Rockstars. Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on Webmaster Radio.fm. Cyberspace. The final frontier. These are the voyages of your new business enterprise. It's ongoing mission to explore strange new domains, to seek out new sites and new monetizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before. WebmasterRadio.fm. So logical. You'll go out of your Vulcan mind. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Now back to Good Karma, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, here's your host. Hey everybody, Greg Nyland here. I'm talking with Vanessa Fox of Google Webmasters Central Team. Hi there. Is that your real title? Because that's just so super long. Was what my real title? Google Webmaster Central Team. That's our team, yeah. Webmaster wow. Central. Absolutely. Can it just be like Google will help you? <laughs> we are the Google will help you team, yes. I'm the product <laughs> manager for Google will help you with search. With Absolutely. search. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> I like it. It has a nice ring to it. Yeah, it's positive, upbeat, short, to the point. Well, I mean, it's really what our team is all about, right? I mean, we've been around now. It's been... A little over a year and a half, close to two years since we originally launched sitemaps and then kind of expanded from there. But really, the whole idea was to just give WebMonsters more information about, you know, what's going on with crawling and indexing and sort of give them information that will help them, you know, for instance, with, like, the crawl diagnostics. Hey, you know, we can't access this page or, you know, with the robust.txt analysis. And, you know, it's kind of just gone from there. So um, pretty good title. Yeah. Ask you next time. We need to title something. A year and a half in Internet years, that's like 20 years, you know? Yeah. Doing the conversion from Internet to real life, you know. Yeah, that's um, true. That's true. <laughs> did, did you see, by the way, the blog post that I did um, a few days ago in the Webmaster Central blog about... Um, the monster blog post? The 2006. Year in review. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was quite excellent. Yeah, it was actually, it was really fun to write because going back, I mean, a lot of that stuff seems like such a long time ago, but it was really just over the course of a year. So it was really neat to kind of go back and see all the things that we'd been able to do um, 
over the year and kind of see where some of the stuff came from. And, and, oh, yeah, you know, I talked to, you know, people at a conference there and you had this idea and then we were able to do it. And you just kind of see that the evolution throughout the year was, was really fun. So I enjoyed that post. Do you keep a calendar, like, where you write all this stuff? Because, I mean, you posted a lot of items for every single month, and they were yes. all good news items. Yeah. So you yeah. do keep, like, an easy calendar because... Um, you know what I actually did for that post is I just went back and read to the blog. No, there you go. I mean, it it makes it pretty easy, right? And, you know, we switched the blog because we used to have the Sitemaps blog, and then in August of last year, we launched Webmaster Central. Um, and so we um, did away kind of with the old Sitemaps blog and, and did this new blog, which is more, um, you know, about more things than Sitemaps. It's about basically everything in web search for webmasters. And um, so, but yeah, so I went through the old one, went through the new one, and, and kind of took a look at some of the highlights of what we did. And um, yeah, it worked out pretty well. Mm, I'm actually popping on over there, and it's still uh, redirecting. If you go to the old blog, redirect to the lovely new site. Yes, it does um, actually, and I should add a link. I did a I did a post not too long ago that was sort of like here's a recap of what we did in the old blog, and then there's a link to how to get to the archives in the in the old blog. I should probably add um, a static link to like the right hand side of the new blog that that allows you to easily get back to the old archives. Um, I'm going to make myself a note right now. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Working harder to make things better for webmasters everywhere. Yeah, because it is true that if you just go to the main page, it redirects, but you should be able to get to old archives. I tried to get um, that added this week. Well, There's still a day and a half left of this week. I should be able to do it. <laughs> or I could share a little tip on how you can easily look at the old uh, site. Go for it. Um, turn off JavaScript. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> I think it is a JavaScript. I'm not sure. Um, it's been a little while since I did that, but um, it may be a JavaScript. <clears throat> Personally, I wouldn't recommend JavaScript redirects for search engine optimization. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not sure what, what that is, actually. Some but, kind of redirect. I don't think it's a, uh, you know, it's not an HT access or something, though, because I think on Blogspot you don't have access to that. No, you don't. No. Or at least I'm unfamiliar with a way to get yeah. that. So sometimes your options are a little more limited depending on the kind of site that you're on, unfortunately, which is why it's really nice to have your own um, domain and your own server, I think, for if you're really serious about about a site. let you have a lot more of the control that, that you want. Yes. Unless, of course, you're being a friendly uh, corporate neighbor and helping out your, you know, company partner, because Blogspot is a part of the uh, Happy Google team. That's right. Well, with blogging, it's a little, it's not exactly the same, I guess, as as, um, as, as a site. Like for us, you know, we're just blogging, um, and so Blogger works out really well for us. Um, that's okay. Are we going to see any uh, new personalities come across on the uh, blog and the forums? I certainly hope so. Um, I mean, we've seen several people so far, right? I mean, um, Miley is sort of, sort of a newer member of our team, and she's been posting in the groups. She's done a couple of blog posts, and I'm, I'm sure that she'll do more. Um, mm -hmm. But she's quite active in the groups. And then we have Jonathan, um, who's the new Webmaster Trends Analyst, and he started to post in the groups as well, and, and we're trying to get him blogging. 
Um, so, and, and um, you know, Adam has done a few posts, Matt has posted, um, and some other people. So, yeah, I'm always trying to, you know, e- even outside of the team, you know, we kind of have the Webmaster Central team and then other people who work um, sort of directly. Related um, with in, it search, but yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to talk to other teams, too, because there's other things that other teams do that I think are interesting to webmasters, and and so I'm trying to get them to, to kind of do some more blog posts to, to talk to people about what they're doing. So hopefully, yeah, I think over this year, you'll probably see more people blogging and, and more people in the groups. Um, you know, we've... It, it, we haven't been posting a ton in the groups right now just because of the holidays and then I was in Zurich. Um, but um, we've got several people in there and we're, we're always, you know, have an eye on it. So I think you'll see some um, that stepped up a little bit too as we get more people involved, which is Very always great, cool. you know, because we get lots of great feedback and it's it's great to help people um, too. So we're definitely going to keep doing that. Yeah, I was actually um, pleasantly surprised to see how uh, active and uh, vocal uh, your team members are in the Google groups. Yeah, we've got uh, six or eight people now who who post, um, and and actually more people than that read. We've got uh, you know most of the members of the team will read, and and even the ones who don't post will come over and say, oh, you know, I saw this. We should do something, um, you know, about this or whatever. So you know, even more than you see people are paying attention. All righty. On to the real question of the hour. All right. Now, pardon my pronunciation because okay. I'm just not as classy as you are. So I'm sure you'll <laughs> I don't be know able about to... that. <laughs> Is floor this cell different from sea salt? Wow. So type of sea salt. Okay. Right? Coming up from a particular region in France. Well, I mean, from the sea, obviously. They hand harvest it. Um, and it's very flaky and soft and has quite a nice flavor to it. So it's sort of like the authority sites of uh, in the search engines. You could probably say that, yeah. It's kind of the, yeah, the... Uh, or is it more like a social marketing site? should follow, yeah. Is it more like a social marketing site where there's a lot of hype but not that much content to it? You know, it depends on who you talk to. I've definitely heard that said. Um, I enjoy it personally. (laughs) (laughs) Can you do blind taste test on it? I have done a blind taste test on it, and I I do think that you can tell the difference. And, and, um, I mean, it's really for the finishing. You know, you wouldn't use it in sort of cooking, but maybe at the very end, you know, sprinkle a little over the top, and it it kind of melts. If, if If it's going over hot food, it sort of melts and and so um I think there's something to it. I mean certainly it's probably overhyped as many things um can be, but a lot of things are overhyped because they start out being good. So there is certainly that kernel of goodness to them. Oh. Everyone should try it. So I should go try it. I would. Yeah. Yeah, I would. It'd be good on roasted potatoes. Speaking of potatoes. <laughs> you think but wouldn't like all the butter on the roasted potatoes um uh, you know, you wouldn't be able to get past the butter no, flavor, no. I would think. No, I think so. I just sprinkle a little bit on the top. Give it a try. Yeah. I'll have to give that a try. Mm-hmm. Um, we have some lovely questions from the chat room. Yes. Yes, we do. Uh, question number one. Mm-hmm. Can you be penalized for paying Google sitemaps too often? You 
cannot be penalized for pinging sitemaps too often. Um, what I would say is um, we tell you try not to ping us more than once an hour because, you know, even if your site changes faster than that, we're probably not going to crawl it faster than that, so there really isn't a need to ping it more often than that. Um, yeah, so I would take a look at, you know, how often your site changes um, and really use that as an indicator. You know, there's a couple of different ways you can uh, do it. You can either have one sitemap that has all your files in it, and then anytime there's a change, um, update the sitemap and just ping us with that. Or you could uh, give us a sitemap and then give us sort of an incremental sitemap. Oh, here's the new pages since the last one type of thing. Um, it, you know, it really just it depends on what's easier for you to do. But, um, yeah, I mean, we do say just, you know, there really isn't a need to do it more than once an hour. I mean, most sites don't change more than once an hour anyway, but even those ones that do, it's probably unlikely that we'll be able to crawl, you know, go back and crawl it, that, crawl it more often than that. Although the exception to that, I would say, would be news, if you have a news site map. So, you know, a news site might actually have articles more than once an hour, and um, so those... Um, you could certainly submit more often because, you know, the news is, you know, they're trying to update that all the time. As opposed to, like, web search, right, is not going to be, we're not going to have updates as often as um, as news. I mean, it only makes sense, right? Well, what if uh, somebody had, let's say, a forum website and people were right. posting new forum topics? Right. Um, and they had way too much caffeine and right. <laughs> just absolutely no patience. Right. Uh, what's the fastest? Because I agree with you, pretty much once an hour is just going to take care of you, and if you want it faster than that, cut back on your caffeine. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, even if you have, like, the forum and, and it's being updated more than once an hour, I, I mean, it depends on a lot of things, but the the likelihood is that we're probably not going to recrawl and re-index that forum every hour. Mm -hmm. More than, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um so yeah, I mean it just saves you bandwidth and everything too. If if we're not, if you're not trying to have us, you know, like download your sitemap every five minutes, because then I mean if we, we we're we're only going to use so much bandwidth on a site because we don't want to overwhelm your server, and you don't want us to use up all our bandwidth just downloading your sitemap every five minutes and not actually crawling any of your pages. <laughs> that would sort of defeat the purpose. Um, another question we have here. Sure. Not really sure if you're gonna if this is up your alley. Okay. As I'll we were talking shot. earlier that uh, Google has many different teams. Yes. Many different um, teams, right. Does Google have a limit of characters they count in anchor text for ranking mm. purposes? In anchor text. Interesting. Um I've never actually heard that one asked. Certainly heard it asked of other things. I mean, because you know, you're getting into the area of keyword stuffing if you're concerned about the specific number of characters, because that means you're trying to get as close to the limit as you can. Um, I, so I actually tomato. don't know um, <laughs> that, but, I, you know, I would say make it relevant and make it descriptive and don't go overboard in general. I mean, about any of that stuff, right? I would agree. Yeah. Um. So. But let's also say that if you're worried about your anchor text, then uh, you're probably already doing a good job on your SEO. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably if you've gotten to that point. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't think you'd want your entire page 
to be one link of text. I don't think that would necessarily be good from a usability standpoint either. I think that it wouldn't, um, you know, ultimately the reason you want to rank well is because you want to have a lot of traffic and you want your visitors to stick around at your pages and do whatever it is that, you know, your site's about. And I think if a visitor came to a page that was just paragraphs and paragraphs of one link, they might be a little startled and run off. <laughs> they wouldn't yep. really quite know what to do. Um, and Adam also had a good post um, earlier this week where he just clarified somebody was uh, wondering about keyword density numbers. Uh-huh. Um, and he clarified that, you know, there really isn't one single magic keyword density number. But yeah. just worry about making a page that's uh, good and readable for a human, you know, and yeah. the Google bot will make sense of it from there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean... That's the thing is, you know, that's the number one thing that we tell people, and people kind of think that it's a cop-out, but it actually isn't, um, which is that, you know, really make the site for visitors, and however, you know, whatever makes sense there and whatever's logical there is probably, you're probably going to be okay. You know, just kind of use that as the general type of guideline if you ever have a question about, you know, I, I think if you start to split hairs and get into this issue of, oh, how many times have I repeated the keyword on the page? Am I allowed to do it eight times or 12 times or five times or whatever? It's like you're focusing on the wrong things, Um, right? Uh, Very true. Yeah. So, I mean, what you really want is for visitors to like your page. So, um, yeah. They like me. They really, really like me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There is one topic that I want to talk with you, and this is a little bit more technical, um, like advanced, I should say. But I think this is something that people get a lot of uh, confusion over uh, with duplicate content. Okay. And there has been talk about, you know, penalties and not penalties, but filters. Right. Um, So in general, um, you're not going to, you don't want to, go about. Just people shouldn't make pages too similar to each other, right? Well, Or right. do you want I to mean, say more than that? Ultimately, we're looking, I mean, w- what it all comes down to at the end is that we want to have relevant and useful search results, right? I mean, the bottom line is that we want a searcher to come and do a search and get some really useful results. And a page full of, of results where the pages are almost identical. I mean, that's just not a useful result for people. Um, So, you know, I've said this before. Yeah, I mean, if if you have pages on your site that seem like they're almost alike, you know, maybe take a look at that and say, why are these, you know, these pages almost alike? Is it the case that I need to sort of make them unique because they really aren't the same? Or is it the case that really I should just combine these pages into one um, and, you know, just have one page about it? So, I mean, if your pages are very, very similar to each other, I, I would just take a look and see why that might be. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, you know, I, I've seen people say this about, oh, is, is it a penalty or is it, you know, the filter or whatever, and, and you know, we're going to pick the best pages to index from your site and show those in the search results. Um, you know, it's not about a penalty, but like I say, I have seen people go, oh, no, that, but that's a penalty, but... Um, it's really not, you know, not from our standpoint, it's not at all. We're just trying to show really good search results. Right. It, but And for people listening, I'll actually go a little farther and say 
penalty or filter, it's going to be the same difference. You're not going to get traffic to those pages. And if you want traffic to those pages, then you better find a way to add some unique content to make it more interesting to the user. Right. Um, right. Sure. And one of your biggest fans, but mm. and he's a married man, and if he wasn't married, I think he'd be knocking on your door every day. Oh, no. I don't, who is this? <laughs> Barry Rustybrick. Oh, Barry, yeah. yeah. He's in the chat room, I think. He is. And he Hi, is Barry. dying to know what is your favorite SEO blog. Oh, my gosh. What's my favorite SEO blog? Oh, I don't know. That really puts me on the spot. I, I read a lot of blogs. My blog lines has um, several hundred blogs in it, and I read them all every day to kind of see what's going on. Um, I'm going to have to think about that and get back to you. I, I don't have one that pops into mind. Um, although, Barry, I do always read SE Roundtable every day. <laughs> As do I. Everybody reads SE Roundtable. Search Engine Roundtable, good stuff. That's right, and um, Search Engine Land as well, uh, all, all Barry's articles there. Um, so I like those. Well, are you going to be adding links to the uh, Webmaster Central uh, blog? Like a blog uh, roll? Yeah, blog roll of sites that you think are good quality. Oh, I don't know. I mean, that's an interesting idea. We have that on the, the Google blog. Yes, you do. Um, so we certainly could do something like that. I'll, I'll look into that. All right, and we have time for one last question, and I see that there's somebody in the chat room going crazy because their boss is about to kill them. Oh, no. Yes, and it's... can't have that. No, we can't. So first, let's clarify for the boss who's listening, okay? Vanessa, you work for Google, right? I do work for Google, yes. Okay. Is the toolbar page rank very accurate? Because they saw their page rank drop from a 6 to a 5 or something like that. I would not worry about the toolbar page rank at all. It's not updated very often um, at all, and it's, it's not identical to the page rank that we use, right? Um, we know we kind of have our own factors that, that, that we use. That's just sort of one factor that we kind of give you some information about. Um, so I, I, oh, I do really tell people not to worry so much about the toolbar page rank, I would really just look at how are your pages indexed and how are your pages ranking and not worry at all about about the toolbar page rank. Well, excellent answer. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Any final words Thank of wisdom? You. Um, I have no wisdom, but it was great being <laughs> on the show. Thanks a lot. It's always a fun time talking you to you. You have tremendous wisdom. And uh, I would say head on over to Google Webmaster Central uh, blog and find out more about Vanessa's wisdom. (laughs) Have a great week, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Thanks, Vanessa. Bye. Coming up today on Webmaster Radio. Rainmaker. Those of you who have never heard Darren speak publicly, he is the most... I'm speaking publicly right now. (laughs) (laughs) Rainmaker. Tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern. On webmasterradio.fm. The destination for...